Stevenson, Sir William Stevenson. Widely considered the inspiration for Sir Ian Fleming's infamous 007, Sir William Stevenson was the real deal. Canadian soldier, inventor, pilot, business mogul, and spymaster, Sir William was a man of many, many talents. He would come to be the head of the British Security Coordination, an integral part of America's entry into World War II, and of course inspire the legendary character James Bond, whose influence continues even now. How did William Stevenson become the historical figure that he is today? How did he come to be known as a man called intrepid? Sir William Stevenson was born William Samuel Colston Stonger on January 23, 1897. He was born in Winnipeg, Manitoba to parents who could not continue to provide for him and was soon placed with a foster family, the Stevensons. Stevenson was a bright child with dark hair and sharp eyes. He left school before graduating to work as a telegrapher. In July 1914, the First World War broke out, and by June 1916, Stevenson had left for England as part of the 101st Overseas Battalion, Winnipeg Light Infantry. At 19, Stevenson stood 5 feet 5 inches tall with a lean build. Upon arriving in England, Stevenson was transferred to the 17th Reserve Battalion in Kent, before being transferred again to the Canadian Engineer Training Depot, where he was promoted to sergeant. In 1917, Stevenson officially received a commission from the Royal Flying Corp. Upon arriving in England, Stevenson was transferred to the 17th Reserve Battalion in Kent, before being transferred again to the Canadian Engineer Training Depot, where he was promoted to sergeant. In 1917, Stevenson officially received a commission from the Royal Flying Corps. Flying would become more than a lifelong passion to Stevenson, who rapidly became a flying ace. Flying aces were skilled pilots who took part in daring dogfights in the skies. He would win 12 victories flying the Sopwith Camel biplane. Stevenson would shoot down many enemy fighters before he himself would be shot down and crash behind enemy lines in 1918. Stevenson was injured in this crash by a German flying ace, though it is argued that he may have been injured by French friendly fire. Regardless, he became a prisoner of war until December 1918. Stevenson had been promoted to captain by the end of the war and received the Military Cross, as well as the Distinguished Flying Cross, which were awarded for gallantry, devotion to duty, and skill. After the war, Stevenson returned home to Winnipeg, he opened a hardware store with a friend, though it was doomed to fail. 
After this, he left for England and established many international business relationships, which quickly brought him wealth. This fortune grew vastly when he was married in 1924 to Mary French Simmons, an American tobacco heiress from Tennessee. Stevenson diversified his business portfolio, becoming involved in radio, manufacturing and construction, as well as earning a patent for an ingenious can opener he discovered while a prisoner of war. A year after World War II broke out, British Prime Minister Winston Churchill sent Stevenson to New York City to quietly establish the British Security Coordination, or BSC. The BSC was an organization of MI6, the British Secret Intelligence Service. The BSC was established to discover and prevent sabotage against Allied covert agents, as well as mobilize a propaganda campaign to endear British interests to American citizens and to foster American support for the war effort. The BSC operated out of Rockefeller Center in New York City and was officially listed as the British Passport Control Office. Stevenson and then President Roosevelt became close and upon America's entry into the war, Roosevelt even named Stevenson's friend Bill Donovan as head of U.S. intelligence. William J. Donovan would later found the Office of Strategic Services, which would evolve into the modern CIA. In 1940, all transatlantic mail was routed through Bermuda, a British colony. Stevenson set up in the Princess Hotel outside the city of Hamilton. All mail and telegraphs were covertly routed to the hotel, analyzed by sensors, and then forwarded to their destinations. No indication that they had been read was ever given. Through this process and working with the FBI, Stevenson and his 1,200 sensors discovered and neutralized a number of Axis operatives in the U.S. Throughout the war, Stevenson worked without compensation. He hired mainly Canadian women to staff his covert organizations and paid their salaries out of his own pocket. Some of his talented staff became almost as infamous, after the fact of course, as Stevenson himself. These being such as communications wizard Benjamin DeForest Bailey, and femme fatale Amy Elizabeth Thorpe, codenamed Cynthia. Cynthia, who seduced Vichy French officials into giving up the legendary Enigma cipher. Stevenson was one of the few people authorized to view ultra transcripts of German Enigma cipher, and was trusted enough to pass along this information to the Canadian government. One of Stevenson's greatest personal achievements and most influential contributions to the war effort was the establishment of Camp X, 
This paramilitary training camp was set up during World War II and sounds like something out of a spy film. Located in Whitby, Ontario, the secret base trained covert agents for clandestine operations. One of Stevenson's greatest personal achievements and most influential contributions to the war effort was the establishment of Camp X. This paramilitary training camp was set up during World War II and sounds like something out of a spy film. Located in Whitby, Ontario, the secret base trained covert agents for clandestine operations. Nearly 2,000 British, Canadian and American spies completed the training and many who were captured faced torture and execution. The survivors received medals of valor and merit. Sir William Stevenson's efforts on behalf of the Allies in World War II were immense, and he was knighted by King George in 1945. He was nominated for this honor by his friend Winston Churchill, who wrote to the King, This one is dear to my heart. A year later, he was awarded the Medal of Merit from U.S. President Harry Truman, making Stevenson the first non-American to ever receive this honor. In 1979, Stevenson's own homeland honored him with the Order of Canada, which recognizes an achievement of outstanding merit or distinguished service. In Stevenson's hometown of Winnipeg, Buildings and roads bear his name and even his code name, as do roads in Whitby, Ontario, the location of former secret training school Camp X, the site of which is now known as Intrepid Park. A bronze statue by famous sculpturist Leo Mole stands in Winnipeg, Manitoba on Memorial Boulevard. Stevenson is seen in full pilot gear, and a similar statuette was gifted to the CIA by the city in the year 2000. Then CIA Executive Director David Carey said, Sir William Stevenson played a key role in the creation of the CIA. Carey went on to say, Intrepid may not have technically been the father of the CIA, but he is certainly in our lineage. Stevenson was made an honorary official member of U.S. Army Intelligence in 2008, making him one of only three non-American members to this day. Sir William Stevenson returned to Bermuda and the Princess Hotel, living there until purchasing his own property in Paget. He and his wife Mary had a daughter named Elizabeth who blessed them with a grandson. His home, which he named Goldeneye Estate, read into that what you will, is where he died in 1989 at the age of 92. 
In his lifetime, Sir William Stevenson, the quiet Canadian, was an airman, a soldier, a censor and spymaster. His influence on the outcome of World War II is certainly significant and ultimately unknowable. This boy from Point Douglas befriended world leaders, made his own vast fortune, trained world-class spies whose exploits would inspire imaginations across the globe. He taught Wild Bill Donovan, quote, all we know about international intelligence. A millionaire who just for fun won a lightweight boxing championship in England, who paid covert operatives from his personal treasury during the war, who penned his own biography, A Man Called Intrepid, which reads like escapist fiction. There is no doubt that Sir William Stevenson was an international man of mystery. But as for his sharing other infamous traits and habits with the fictitious Mr. Bond, it's hard to know if Stevenson had the time between not one but two world wars for illicit romantic dalliances or shaken martini drinking. <laughs>